We work so hard to get stronger, happier, more productive and successful. Don't forget the secret ingredient. Get grounded and play. Play grounding when it's time to get a life. Welcome to the inaugural, the inaugural, the inaugural, the inaugural episode of the Play Grounding Podcast. My name is Kara Stewart Fortier. I just learned how to speak. Um, I'm speaking to you here from the Treehouse Studio at Theory Labs near downtown Los Angeles at the brewery. I'm so excited. I'm really, really excited. For those of you who know, I've been just working so hard putting this together. I've been dreaming it up for about the past year. Finally, finally doing it. Finally bringing the podcast. I'm so happy. Meg, I'm doing it. Um, This is a passion project for me that I've been dreaming of for a very long time because I have recently, over the course of the past few years, learned how to play again. I haven't really truly played since I was a child, since before puberty, before boys and all that stuff came along. I let all of that go and I suddenly became a very, very hard worker and I became the kind of person who felt guilty if I allowed myself to do something just because it's fun. I mean, granted, I played the way that many people play. I'll attend a happy hour with the colleagues. I'll maybe go play a sport if it's absolutely necessary and there will be some networking event, some networking benefit coming out of it. I'll go on a trip, a vacation once in a great while. I really, though, didn't understand, as most of us don't, I would bet. Um, Most people are like how I was before when I started learning about play, which was that I had a very limited view of what's possible. When people would ask me what I really want, what do I really want to do, we only scratch the surface. And when we actually let ourselves ask that question, it can bring about some pretty big emotions, some pretty big decisions, because for many, many years, we've been suppressing play. We've been suppressing what we actually want to do just because it's fun. Um, So just on this first episode, I'm just going to tell you about me really quickly. It's not going to be long. I just want you to know that the other episodes will all be interviews. I love dialogue. I love having conversations. And I'm not the expert in play. The people that I'll be bringing on are the experts. So My objective here is to share this learning experience with you. I am so lucky, and I know that. I I moved to L.A. after being just horribly discontented in my job and my life, just feeling disconnected in the the social circles I was a part of. I was absolutely miserable. Um, I had been happily single for many years, most of my 30s. I was doing pretty well, except at one point I just crumbled and started being honest with myself that I did not enjoy the career path I had chosen at all. The stress was making me pull my hair out. I was commuting every day. I was, I was, there was just literally, I felt like there was no purpose in anything that was going on in my life anymore. And at one point I just was laying on my living room floor and I was just looking up at the ceiling, like, really, is this what we've achieved? Is this what Everything leading up into adult life was supposed to be for an endless stream of trips to the cubicle, to a job that I don't really feel that passionate about in any way, shape, or form. Is there anything out there I can be passionate about that I can be paid for? Is it about a job at all? Is that really 
the question here? Is it about friends? Is it about location? Like, what do I have to do to change this feeling of just, it was not, well, hopeless was the way it felt. I just felt useless. I felt like nothing really mattered all that much anymore. It just, is this it? That's the question I was asking. Is this it? Is this what it all leads up to? And if if that was it, then my goodness, did I feel gypped. I felt really upset. I felt really angry because I just couldn't imagine that life didn't have more in store. Um, but I, but I continued to go back and forth to that cubicle. I continued to try to figure things out. And then one day I decided to move to LA and long story short, I stumbled into this community. I took this space to live in as, as a housemate to several others in a warehouse in a place called the brewery no idea, sight unseen. I just knew that it was really hard to get into this place. So I just took it. I didn't care what the place looked like. When I got here, there was a tree house built above my kitchen by the woman who had lived here previously. And I won't say her name yet because I don't want to jinx it. She's one of the most intelligent and amazing, crazy, awesome businesswomen I've ever had the opportunity to barely meet. And we don't know each other that well, but every day I am confronted with her tree house. And I say confronted because when I first moved here, I did not know or understand how to have fun. And, but I did know that every day I saw this giant fake tree made out of chicken wire and brown fabric and the blue walls and the green grass floor that she had painted. And I remember her telling me, if you don't like the tree house, you can totally take it down. Um, but I decided, well, I always wanted a tree house when I was a kid. So I built myself a tree house and I will never forget the feeling that gave me. I, I just, I laughed. I felt like somebody just took, I know this sounds so silly, but I literally felt like someone was tickling me from the inside. Like that's even possible. Somebody this amazing and this successful, this driven working at, for a company that she started and succeeding like nobody's business, like out there just decided she up and decided to build a tree house. Now this woman works her butt off. She has no time for anything, but she chose to spend her time building this tree house and she only lived here for a year. So I just feel like enormously honored to have inherited this space and also to have inherited this community of, of amazing human beings who throw parties where you must wear onesies, who go out to the desert and shoot off rockets because there are a bunch of uh, engineers and, and science geeks that live here. Uh, there are, I mean, you name it. <laughs> There's, they have different types of fun around here. But the one thing that they've been teaching me is to ask the questions, what if? And what would you do if? And what if? what would you do if you could do anything? And I was never the kind of person who asked that question. I always thought, what can I do to make sure I'm surviving? What can I do to make sure I'm achieving life goals that I'm supposed to achieve as an adult woman? I, I didn't look at the big picture. I didn't look at the what's possible, but I do now. And I am going to be telling all about that story in the episodes to come, but I just want you to understand why this is so important to me. It, the concept of fun and play literally lifted me up off the floor and, and, made me curious about the world again. It made me realize I could quit my job and go try something new. Um, I failed miserably at it first out the gate, but it was 
awesome to fail and have to go try something else and know that I made the sacrifice for a reason that I'm on this path. Because the first thing I tried, that failed, but it led me to something else. And that's what I've been discovering this whole time. It reminds me of times when I was out in the backyard as a child, exploring, uh, picking up sticks and suddenly realizing I could use the stick for a shovel and using that shovel to dig a hole and then realizing I could turn that hole into a swimming pool, which of course was about two feet down and was basically a mud pit. But I thought it was amazing. And that's what learning to play as an adult can do for us. It can make us go out there, turn off our our worker bee brains for a minute, go exploring, go explore that inside of your head, all the weird little desires, all the things that you imagine you would do and put yourself in your shoes of, of you being a little child back when you were able to just go explore the playground for 20 minutes or however long recess was. Where did you go? What did you do? What did you explore? What did you do when you went out in the backyard? Where did you go when you rode your bike? Um, We're so open. We're so willing to explore when we're children. And I want to see what happens when adults are able to see the world through the eyes of a child. And um, this is something that's actually not just, you know, a pie in the sky you know, Hallmark card kind of stuff. This is, this is science. Um, my, my first idea to do this podcast was when I heard the episode of Ted radio hour from NPR called just press play and the scientists, they brought the speakers, they all studied the effects of play, not just on children, but on adults. And over and over, I kept hearing that our brains do not stop learning after we're children, as I had learned when I was younger, I, at 35 years old, which is when I first started really thinking about all this stuff, I was capable of still sharpening my mind and learning new things and becoming a better person, more capable, smarter, sharper, if I would just allow myself to play. Play works a lot like sleep, that we must work, we must be up, we we must do things during the day, but we're all going to fall over and die if we don't allow ourselves to sleep. We'll go crazy and then we'll die. Um... But just as right now people are recognizing how important sleep is to our health and wellness, or to our exercise and diet routines, play is just as important when it comes to our productivity, to our, our planning, to our thinking about the world, to the choices that we make um, for what to do with our lives. So that's why I think this is of dire importance, and I'm not the only one who thinks so. There are a lot of amazing minds out there. I, I dream one day, if you will stick with me and and help me spread this podcast. I dream of getting people like Stuart Brown from the Institute of Play and this gentleman named Charlie Hohen, who's just inspired me through some of his work about anxiety and the importance of play. I mean, it hit me right at home. Um, really wouldn't want to get these people on. Um, I have coming to you in the next few weeks. I have entrepreneurs. I have a roller derby, uh, uh, star who, who's one of the most inspiring people I know when it comes to really sucking the marrow out of life and having fun. Um, I have a, a executive at a major um, corporation. Um, anywhere I find inspiration, anyone who has spoken to me and, and inspired me and made me see a whole new window to look out of, um, they help me answer the question, is this it? And the answer is no. No, no, no. If you're asking yourself that question, is this it? 
I'm answering it for you right now and I want you to trust me and listen because no, that is not the case. And play and community go hand in hand. So we're not only going to talk about different ways people play. There are different types of play personalities, which I'll get into later on from Stuart Brown from the Play Institute. So important for us to kind of understand who we are and our tendencies and what we actually can do to play. Because right now I guarantee you're only scratching the surface. So stick with me, learn with me, trust me that there's more to life. And if you're stuck, if you're stuck, if you're looking at the ceiling like I was all those years ago, um, just trust me. There is so much to be done and to be learned and so much fun to be had. So stick with me. Come back next week. My first interview is going to be with a woman who built her career around the concept of play. And she is a successful entrepreneur. And I could not be more excited that she's going to be on the show. Um, So stick with me. I will see you next week. And no more babbling from me. (laughs) But um, we will have amazing guests. I do want to ask you to do one thing for me, though. If anything I've said has resonated with you, um, or if you have ideas, if you've been down this path before, if you have your own ideas for play, I want you to do one of two things. You can go to my website, playgrounding.com. On the right-hand side, there's a little tab that says be on the show. It's called speak pipe. You get on that and you press record and you talk to me for at least three minutes. That's the limit right now. If people really want to use it, I'll increase that. Um, you can also email me, uh, using the, uh, going on the contact page, just fill out the little form and and email me if you don't feel comfortable speaking. What I want to hear from you is your experience with play, because right now I'm collecting how different people incorporate play into their lives. And believe me, there are so many. And as you hear some of the examples, maybe it'll help you to understand or maybe think through it. Um, but just Think about how you incorporate play into your life. If you have an idea for me already, shoot it over to me. Send it through the speak pipe. Um, send it through the email uh, form. I, I want to hear from you because I don't see this as a podcast where I'm out there telling you how you're supposed to think or feel. I wanted to do this podcast because I want to keep collecting stories. I'm going to keep meeting people. I want to spread the word that um, fun is not something we should ever feel guilty about. We're doing it for our health, just like we sleep for our health, right? So um, spread your ideas, send them my way. Um, Let's meet and let's build a community here. Because if you're like me during that time, and you ever feel isolated, and you ever feel like there's no point, (laughs) no point to whatever's going on in your life right now. um, I've totally been there. I know so many other people who have. Let's build a community together online and then work to build and find communities in your local neighborhoods around the types of fun that you want to have. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you next week. Go ahead and please subscribe on iTunes and, you know, so we can build this thing up and get some great, great guests. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us on the Playgrounding Podcast. We hope you'll join us next week when we hear from Meg Rabbit. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and visit us at playgrounding.com. Bye-bye.